Welcome back to Theory and Theology. I just had a little bit of coffee, and so I'm about ready to rumble. Um, I kind of forgot the topic, in all honesty, but, you know, I want to talk about good things. Um, I've got some good things coming my way you know I got a new fresh perspective on things and a new outlook on things and a new burst of energy um from an opportunity I have coming up Uh, I will not talk too much in detail about that because I, I don't know. I've got this thing where I don't really like to talk about things too much that I'm not done with doing. Um, I haven't figured out yet if it's an ego thing or if it's, if it's like, I don't really like to put all the energy into the whole, like, brainstorming and telling people what I'm going to do. Um, kind of like, almost like, you know, how people say, like, oh, I want to learn a language, or I want to do this, I want to do that. It's like, I would rather just do it, and then when I'm kind of into it, I'll be like, hey, this is what I've been doing. That's kind of how it was with podcasting, too. I was doing it for a while, and then I was like, hey, I've been podcasting, and I told some friends or whatever, or, you know, um, you know, like, even when I am, like, starting to like train for snowboard season or when I start going snowboarding during snowboard season or whatever I kind of like to just build up the momentum within myself and put in the action by myself and do it um one thing that I that I do notice it's not from anybody in particular and I think I do just kind of like pick up on the energy of it but I know that I get some wild ideas, like, anybody who knows me knows that I'll be just like, yeah, I'm doing this now, (laughs) you know, but, um, I think what a lot of people might not understand is that, you know, it helps me, you know, like, I don't usually care how wild an idea is that I come up with, you know, like, for example, when I first started learning propeller head software when it was back before it became reason studios and it was just called propeller head when i first started learning that software you know i know my songs weren't like good or anything but like you know somebody told me you know that's not you know like why are you doing that like you must have adhd somebody else told me like when i was like oh i think i want to start selling beats or whatever and they're like oh, like, is that, like, is it, do you think it's going to be marketable? And, you know, just all kinds of things, you know, like, when I talk to people about jobs and stuff, and they're like, oh, just make sure you know what you're doing, and it's kind of like, like, do you think it's a scam? And, like, it's kind of like, like, I don't really like those ideas in my head. I'm kind of like, I'm doing this, like, I don't really care, you know, 
if there's a scam or if, you know, nobody's going to buy whatever the heck it is I'm trying to sell or what. Like, usually the things I'm doing aren't, like, all all eggs in one basket kind of thing. It's like, I do this because this is kind of just how I live my life, in all honesty. You know, I like projects, and I make projects, and I do them. And when I feel like it's not serving its purpose anymore, or when it's time to move on, I move on. And Or when life pushes me on to something else, I will just go you know even if it even if I'm kicking and screaming I will go and I will do the next phase of what I need to do um so it is kind of hard for me to like tell people about things when I first start doing them because I think a lot of people maybe this is the way I take it and maybe I'm wrong but I think a lot of people do tend to have a lot of ideas where they're like oh I want to do this but they don't maybe do it and so I think I am kind of a, a strange person to that extent that I do things that a lot of people might not do because I want to do them and I'm a little bit stubborn and I'm like, hey, I want to record this or I want to do this or that, you know, and I just do it, you know, like there's not really anything holding me back but myself. You know, but I don't like other people trying to, like, kind of tell me not to do stuff. I mean, usually because it's fun. Like, most things I'm trying to do is for my own personal development and fun. Like, podcasting helps me learn a lot about marketing. It helps me learn a lot about, you know, trends, a lot about um, RPMs, CPMs, I mean. Um, I say RPMs, I'm thinking about cars, a lot about CPMs, a lot about just, um, SEO and, uh, just like, you know, it keeps me a little updated on some, some tech related stuff, social media a little bit, cause I'm quite disconnected <laughs> from a lot of things. Um, now ever since I've been back in LA most of the summer I have had access to a TV on a regular basis and you know I've been trying a little bit to like hang out more with my folks and like be a little less like secluded in my room like just doing my own things but I was it's not really them that I don't want to hang out with that's not really what it is and I was kind of wondering why my energy kind of gets a little like like uh, I really don't have any desire to like be around them sometimes like it's not really so much me not wanting to be around them it's more so I don't like being in the living room when there's like a tv on and there's all these commercials like I was realizing how many commercials are about you know medical related issues medications for those issues some kind of lawsuit from some medication you know it's like and there's just like clips about what's coming on next on the news or just like you know I mean I, I was just sitting there today you know in the, in the in the dining room that's like right next to the living room and the TV's on, I think my dad was, like, watching it, and it was, like, mostly, like, those court judge shows, and, you know, a clip came on about the news, about some person who had gone missing in, like, San Bernardino County, and, like, all these weird, like, 
problems with like the landslides and stuff and I'm just like you know I don't need to hear any of this like you know and the other day I remember coming into the kitchen the living room tv was already on and I literally like shut the door like there's like a little sliding door between the dining room and the kitchen and I shut the door so I didn't have to like listen to the tv because it's just always like like I think it was on the news with like about like some political thing I don't know what it was and then it's just stuff like that where I'm just maybe I'm just overly sensitive to it but it's just there's I get nothing from that like I don't need to hear about you know some person with some cancer issue and like they're half dying on the tv I don't need to see that you know I don't need to see people walking around looking depressed on the tv and like here's a medication that could help that I don't need to hear about I don't need to hear about any of this stuff like to me it's not uplifting um so I usually try to just keep away from it but just being like I'm not even actively watching this stuff but just because when my folks are like out and in the living room and stuff they're just watching TV all day and it's like cool but I don't want to hear the commercials and there's so many dang commercials and so I'm just like I don't want to be around this and so I basically you know every like every so often I'll go into like the dining room sit at the table you know have my headphones in while I'm just like listening to my own stuff that I want to hear or watching my own stuff that I want to watch like Peter Santanello videos or like um, you know, just, like, different podcasts I'll listen to, like, Ben Greenfield, or, like, you know, Graham Stephan YouTube videos about, like, finance and stuff like that, like, I don't really like the ones about the economy crashing and everything ending and everybody's losing money and the housing market and blah, 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 like, I'm just, like, uh, it just wears on me, honestly, and, you know, I tried to not get too involved with it so I do like to be more involved with other stuff that I find actually uplifting and fun you know recording podcasts to me is fun like thinking of ideas and like thinking out loud about them and like kind of trying to challenge what's in my brain and it's a very one-sided conversation a lot but I mean I think it through a lot of the time sometimes I don't um yeah I went to and from San Diego this uh this past week I was in San Diego most of the week from Sunday through Thursday most of Thursday well half of Thursday and then um yeah I realized you know I enjoyed it you know there was a TV there in the room um I think I watched some catfish that catfishing show on MTV and then I watched um, and that was during a work break. There were just so many commercials. But I got caught up in the story and I was like, well, I want to see the end. Um, and then there was another show that I watched. I think it was called Guns or something. It had, a, what's his face? Mark Wahlberg. And I can't remember who else. I think Denzel Washington. Like, it was kind of an interesting movie, but I was like, eh, nah. And I rewatched like the end of Magic Mike, not the whole end, but like part of it. But I, I like movie channels just because you know at least on HBO there's not really a lot of commercials 
it was just like straight movie so I was like okay um yeah yeah but you know I really do try to fill my day with like a lot more positive stuff like I try not to have too much like negativity just like all around me all the time because you know I mean I I lose I've told myself I was gonna do this um and I never actually finished doing it because I've never gotten through a whole day when I could remember that I was doing it but I told myself I was gonna count how much negativity comes up between just my thoughts of their own in a day and then just what I what I kind of come across just naturally throughout the day and mind you guys I work from home right I work from home I'm not like going out all day every day and like in the street and like driving around all day and like commuting to and from anywhere for like an hour one way and like seeing what's on billboards and overhearing what is in someone else's car's music or whatever they're listening to on on morning radio or who's doing what at the crossing walk or going into stores a lot and seeing like who's acting what way I'm not doing anything I'm not doing anything at all I'm I'm home working by myself in my room at my desk you know and I don't think I've even gotten three hours into the day you know I finally found out how to turn off my Microsoft Edge um the thing that like shows you all the news those little news uh that banner with all the stupid little like news clips on it that's just like negative stuff that you don't want to see about who died or who killed who and all this it's like I'm in the middle of work I'm not trying to see all this I'm just trying to log into whatever different account and you know most of the time at work it's negativity you know people's health problems and problems they're having with the system and what didn't work with the meds and what symptoms are happening and what isn't going right with their money and like you know work is pretty much all negative for the most part as far as like the content that comes my way is all problem related um nobody really contacts me unless they're lonely and that's still a you know a negative you know i'm not saying they're negative i'm just saying it's not pleasant for them you know socially in their life and so they call me on occasion i have people call just for the support because you know they don't have anyone else to call and i get that and it's part of my job too but i'm just saying like my job does have a lot of negativity just attached to it because we're dealing a lot with illnesses and emotional problems and systemic issues and stuff and just the system in general that just doesn't care for the poor and just the fact that people that there have to be poor people in our society already creates like a whole issue it's just a whole thing and so you know I, I don't even want to get way into that but it's just it's a lot you know it's a lot to try to dig into and I haven't been able even one day for more than a few hours to even keep track of how much negativity I come across and also you know I do notice that you know the more I'm looking for it the more it's going to come up, right? Um, But then I also think most of my days are pretty similar to one another. Um, And so if stuff isn't coming up, you know, um, 
if stuff isn't just like coming my way and just kind of coming up on its own um you know i i it's just it's just it's you know i'm trying to i'm trying to work my way around this i'm trying to figure out you know what is this like what is this because i know you know sometimes i'll get like you know in these cycles where i'm like ah like i can tell i'm depressed because like my motivation is just low and i just don't care to do anything that i'm usually into but it's not it's not really like a deep sadness i mean it i can have that there but that's not usually what's happening for me usually it's just like I don't really ha- feel like a sense of purpose sometimes and it it doesn't happen a, a lot but when it does happen it usually lasts like a couple weeks or so um where I'll just be like everything feels monotonous and I'm just kind of going through the motions and I'm like this isn't really like working for me like I'm not like enjoying my days but you know I'm not like getting to a point where it's like problem but I definitely notice the shift between when I wake up and I'm motivated and I'm energetic and I, I'm feeling good versus those days when I wake up and I'm just like Ugh, dang this again like I thought I'd feel better today you know like but yeah I you know I'm I'm really trying to figure out like not just for myself like I'm not really just like harping on like oh sometimes I feel negative like that's just life you know um, that's just kind of how life goes and you know, I, like, I, I don't think that I go through a lot of, um, I'll put it this way. I don't think that when I'm in super hard times that I usually notice it. What I notice usually is once I get like a change of scenery or a different kind of, uh, flow going with a different thing happening in my life then I realize oh that was that was really a hard time so for example I'm not going to go into the whole roommate thing too much but just that's the quickest example I can think of because I was talking about it with a friend the other day about you know how I didn't even notice how much energy I was using and I even think back to when I was recording podcast episodes in 2020 you know, uh, early 2021, you know, and I was like, every single time, it was just about this roommate in this household in this situation. Like, there was almost no way that I couldn't bring it up. Like, I wouldn't even be on that topic. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like, Oh, my God, these people, you know. Um, so even just looking back, you know, it, it never caught my attention how, um, how draining that was you know everyone around me was like dude just move like why the hell are you staying there and I didn't really see it I was like no it's not that bad it's not that bad you know it's not that bad and then um you know it kind of hit it kind of hit me one day when I was like it is that bad um because I can't set boundaries with this person and the person who is supposed to have control over things you know he has bad boundaries too and you know he is you know he uses his overly compassionate self to kind of just not be able to really handle things and I'm like well that's not good and he's you know 
we were all gonna maybe move in together without that problematic person and I was like yeah no after a while I was like no because he's probably gonna choose people that you know are similar to her and then we're gonna have the same problem all over again like hell no like and he was wanting me to stay till October meaning I would have still been there I would have still been there still now I would have still been there until now still for I don't know how many more weeks until the lease is up and then having to move with all these people again and deal with that I would have been dealing with this this whole entire summer um I probably wouldn't have fixed a lot of my credit I wouldn't have saved as much money as I saved I wouldn't have been able to afford all the car repairs that I suddenly had to get all of a sudden I wouldn't have been able to um I probably you know the podcasts none of them would have had different content it would have just been me bitching and moaning about my roommates over and over again like every single day like I was before um I wouldn't have had any new ideas really coming in because it was just consuming so much of my energy and time and this week when I was talking to one of my friends because I got to visit a lot of friends uh this past week and it was really cool and fun and definitely needed and I didn't even notice how much that was like a necessity but um yeah when I got to you know see some of those people talk to some of those people um be around them some of them I couldn't really be around but others I was able to be around and um like I couldn't be around them just because it was just a time thing and a distance thing and you know um, there's only so much time you know that you really want to be spend like driving all over town like right after work you know like or between driving between like San Diego and LA it's like you know there's only so much time in the day so yeah I was I was really kind of um enjoying and when I was talking to that friend I was like yeah I didn't really notice like how how my energy um how my energy had changed so much you know um, and I was explaining kind of how, you know, when I first moved back to LA, it was almost like, you know, like when you, when you, um, like the, the closest thing I, I can say that seems a bit equivalent is like when you finish your final exams and you finish your, your tests and then your body and mind just like knows, okay, if I'm going to get ill, this is the time to just release all this negative stuff and you get sick and you gotta like you know you spend your first couple days of summer vacation like not feeling too great or after midterms or something like that or after just like a big period of time you know your body finally just like unloads all of that right and releases it and it can be a couple challenging days if not a couple challenging weeks and I realized you know when I first moved I was I was surprised at how low I felt like just it was surprising to me that I was not like super thrilled and happy and motivated I had the opposite effect and I was like really tired and just like really hard to get my energy going and just easily just irritated about everything under the sun and nothing felt like it was going right like I I could only pick out like the negative stuff and I was kind of like, why am I feeling like this? And it passed, you know, it definitely passed. And, 
you know, I got into, like, the podcasting projects and stuff like that, and, like, musical stuff, and I, I kind of got, like, you know, my head going in a different direction eventually, and, you know, started watching sports more. That really got me motivated when I had, you know, access to TV to be watching sports, you know? Like, I hate news, I hate, you know, commercials, all that kind of stuff, but I really like sports because it's, you know, something you can see that, like, you know, these people work so hard, you know, just for these games, and they're so consistent with their fitness and with their, you know, uh, with their dieting, and, like, you know, they have to have some kind of lifestyle balance to do that. Like, I feel like my work usually comes from, like, using a lot of, like, emotional and, like, like, cognitive kind of strengths, and just like thinking on the fly and being comfortable just doing that in the middle of really tense, stressful situations. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, that, that that definitely crosses over into other jobs. I'm not saying it doesn't. But, um, you know, I'm usually just sitting there doing this. You know, I'm not like running or, you know, having a whole entire team where like they're all depending on me to like make this shot you know, because that's my job, because I'm the one who's supposed to be shooting, you know, like, I don't have any of that, it's, you know, clients depending on me, uh, for their health, for their, you know, hopefulness, things like that, like, it's, you know, different stuff like that, so, you know, it does take a lot, um, emotionally and mentally, but, it's also not the same exact thing, so, uh, yeah, I really, I really was liking, um, you know, after a while, once I got kind of settled after June, you know, into July a little bit, I started feeling a little better, I don't remember exactly when, but I feel like during July, I felt better than I did during June, um, and then, you know, it was kind of cool, you know, to be back in a place where I can, like, play guitar indoors, you know, and not have to, like, drive down the road to go, like, play guitar or, like, not have to, like, drive down the road to, like, you know, record a podcast episode or not having to, like, go anywhere. Like, I could just simply, you know, stay in the house and, you know... I'm not sharing walls with anybody, so, you know, I don't have to, like, feel like I'm tiptoeing around, and the way the layout of this house is, like, my parents' bedroom is all the way across the other side of the house, so we have, like, I have a bedroom and a living room between my parents' room and mine, so there's kind of, like, a bit of a distance, so I'm kind of on one side of the house, and they're all the way on the back side of the house, like, it's not, like, a huge house, but it's, like, you know, if I'm on the phone, like, unless I'm talking really, really loud, nobody can really hear me, um, at least not word for word, like, they could in that other house, and, yeah, just, you know, I was a little shocked at how much energy that, that household consumed of me, um, and it's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of, it really is kind of interesting to me that I didn't really realize it the whole time. And that's kind of what I was 
um, trying to get at when I was saying, like, when I have things in life like that that are going on, I don't usually tend to notice them. Like, even in grad school, you know, I had experiences where I was, like, practically, like, blacking out, like, during an exam and, like, during, like, a couple classes. I remember just being, like, completely disoriented. You know, we didn't have classes in, like, so many different buildings. Like, we had one main building where we were in a lot of the day for a lot of our classes so you would think you know with classes that are like almost four hours in the summer and almost three hours every 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 class during the regular term that I would remember how to get around like it was one building with like I don't know four or five floors or something like that like the campus wasn't that big at all like the campus the main part of the campus where you would actually go to the classes was probably not even as big as the whole uh, behavioral health section at most universities like a UC or most universities where you have these massive buildings and you're in like maybe the math section or the science section and you're just like walking and walking and walking for like you know a very long length of time like I wish I had like a smartwatch back then where I could like track how how um fast I was like walking and stuff but or how long I was walking for because I'm pretty sure I was walking multiple miles a day at other schools that I'd been to and this school was not even that size and I spent like almost three years and mostly within the same buildings you like there's no reason to get lost <laughs> you know it's like it would be like getting lost in your own apartment complex after you've lived there like three years like that would be weird right like that would be just really strange but yeah I had stuff like that happening where I was like not even functional literally like how do you forget you know um I remember having some sleep issues some pain issues that were like so severe I was like worried like you know I like I'm not saying I never get PMS that that never happens but you know like I've had a history of having like cramps and it's like it it sometimes in my life it was better or worse than others I remember but never as bad as it was when I was in grad school during that certain grad school in San Diego like it was it would be so intense I was like I don't even know if I can go to school today like I was like dude I am like literally like and I don't really take pain pills and stuff like that like because they make me weird because like I don't really take medicine like that like even when I had COVID I think I mentioned total I took like half an aspirin and like half a spoonful of like cough syrup like just to like manage things enough so that I could like feel like a little relaxed for like about a 48 hour period but like when I'm in pain like I'm like I gotta feel it you know because then it helps me know what to do like I try to pay attention to my body and my mind but apparently I I guess I also don't do it I just kind of push through so um yeah it's still been a long learning process of like when to push when to stop like even this summer you know I think I I you know mentioned I took some days off just because you know I got in this caffeine kick where I was just not sleeping well and just kind of my sleep was way off and um, even when I was at the hotel for almost a week, you know, my sleep was a little off. I was waking up at like two or three in the morning every day. So I feel like I'm almost a week behind on what I was studying because, um, 
you know, I was trying to study like 5.15 in the morning, but like I was up until like from 2 or 3 to like 4.45 or so. And I'm like, I'm not going to just like start studying because I barely slept and I don't work till 8. So I would just lay back down and try to sleep more. But yeah, I mean, it's it's been like a lengthy learning process. I'm still, you know, trying to you know, get, get grips on, on a lot of just different ways of living my life, trying to tweak things to the best optimum potential that I can get things to, um, you know, and it does, it does take a lot, you know, it takes a lot to just kind of balance out a mindset in a way that, you know, um, is, um, mm, balance out a mindset in a way that's just, um, um, kind of easy to do, you know, like, <clears throat> like it's, uh, yeah, just, Like, it's not impossible. I think I'm getting better at it, but, you know, certain things can kind of creep up. Like, this week, um, one thing I was studying was, you know, certain people's routines. Um, That's something I've really gotten into studying is the routines of people who are successful. Um, What do they look like? What do they do? When do they wake up? What do they eat? How do they exercise? What's their mindset like? What do they do to kind of stay pumped up, get pumped up? Um, There's this one guy, uh, Cyrus. Um, I don't know his, his last name right now, but Cyrus Speaks. Cyrus Speaks on YouTube. He um, was, I think on TikTok, or I think on TikTok he had a video, but it's also on YouTube that you can see it. And he has a video of, like, his uh, routine of his morning routine or something. And he talks about, you know, how he wakes up and, you know, he turns on um, Maverick City, which is like a worship, kind of like a gospel worship praise um, uh, music. They do, like, music videos, like a gospel choir. And I think there's, like, some songs they did with Kirk Franklin and... Um, I hadn't really listened to Kirk Franklin since he was with God's Property. Uh, that's when I got introduced to Kirk Franklin was way back with that God's Property album when they were like, um, they got pretty popular on, uh, on like MTV and all those like music, you know, especially on BET and all those like music video channels. Um, that album kind of introduced me more to like mainstream gospel music because I've always you know I was always raised going to church but it was never really like gospel music it was kind of like contemporary rock Christian music um it was it was yeah it wasn't usually like gospel style music and so um but I do like the feel of like you know I like black churches and like that style of music you know 
it really does get you pumped up and motivated. You know, I like a good sermon, you know, that just kind of gets your mindset just like thinking differently. Um, I'm very, I'm very cautious about the Bible, which is a very strange thing for someone like me who was raised the way I was raised to actually say, but like, I, I get a little cautious when people start using the Bible when they're talking about all this kind of stuff that they're trying to say and then they start throwing in passages from the Bible in there because I feel like a lot of times it can be taken out of context like that's not really what was going on when this person you know was writing this like but yeah I could see how you're using that few sentences to like make your point that happens a lot there's something about that that kind of bothers me because it it takes away from like the background of it all but you know I'm not saying it's wrong it's just I I get a little it's just my own thing I get a little like you know um weirded out by it it makes me a little uncomfortable um sometimes um and you know but I do like I do like a lot of sermons, you know, I I do like speeches, sermons, you know, where they, lectures, you know, where they try to like pump you up and get you motivated, not to like buy something or pay a lot of offerings to the church or anything, but like just to get your mindset in another place. Like there aren't that many places that I have experienced going where I go in and it takes less than two hours to come out feeling completely different in a usually in a good way, sometimes not, but usually like feeling way better. Like I consistently felt that way when I was going to church that you would go in and you like not every church I went to. But, you know, once I started finding certain churches, I kind of gravitated more towards when I was like in my early grad school days, I really got a lot out of like being there and the environment and, you know, seeing the people and being around different people and, um, and just like hearing people singing. I love group singing. Like there's not that many places where you can go and just once or twice a week, just be like singing with a bunch of people, unless you're doing karaoke and it's usually not free unless it's at a bar. And then you usually can't just sing the whole time. And it's usually like three people or so max singing. It's not like the whole, it's not like a tavern or something like, like an Irish tavern where everybody's sitting there like singing or singing along, you know, like I really like that. I like like environments where everybody's like involved in the music at the same time. Like concerts are like that, but it's not really like, I mean, I would consider concerts to be a spiritual experience for sure, which is what I like about them. Um, but I don't know if they're really meant to be that way. Maybe they are because I'm not the only one who thinks that way, but um, yeah, singing along with groups, like with somebody who's leading the singing and then you singing and then everyone around you kind of singing, you know, that's a fun experience. You know, there's something about it that's just so like uplifting that I've always just really liked because um, it's not something you do every day. You know, like when you're at work, you don't all just like sit there and like, let's all sing a song you know, like, I know that, like, <laughs> I watched the, what was that movie, Pirates of Silicon Valley, where, like, 
they were kind of like talking about IBM way back in the day, like in the 60s or 70s or whatever, and how like IBM, you, like those sorts of corporate companies used to have um, corporate songs. Um, and that's kind of like weird. Um, like, I can't imagine having like a company song. Um, I remember in school having like a school song that I didn't really know. Um, like in the, in the high school where I graduated from, like, um, I remember it was like in the Blue Pacific. Uh, that was the beginning of it. In the Blue Pacific Sun something. I don't remember. That's like where the hills and oceans meet. I can't remember. And then, yeah. The end was like, hell Spartans, hail to you. I don't remember any of it, honestly. But like, yeah, I don't know if I ever knew the school song. Maybe I did. But like, yeah, we'd sing it at like pep rallies and stuff like that. Like a couple times a year. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I don't know. I I just think it's a big journey. Um like I've been kind of just reading a lot of little stuff on Instagram and like trying to come across more like positive content and uh it's helpful. I like it. It's it's uplifting. It's fun. Um I get a lot out of it and um yeah, I try to talk about a little bit of it, um, but yeah, like, I was kind of mostly trying to study a little bit about, like, not as what I'm studying, but as part of what I'm studying, just trying to study different mindsets of, of different types of successful people, like, what they do, how they do it, um, how certain people get where they are. I noticed definitely the work ethic, attitudes about work. Um, they're definitely different for people who are very financially successful. Um, they don't really have a negative outlook on their, on their work. And I don't think I ever really had a negative outlook on my work too much up until kind of more recently. Like, of course there were always issues, but I was usually like, oh, I like my job. It's just stressful. It's just hard. But like, I usually was liking it up until recently. And so it's, it's a different experience for me to be like, starting work and not really enjoying it and trying to like I've kind of mentally emotionally moved on but right now I'm kind of just there for the pay the paycheck until my next phase starts with this new job um opportunity that I'm not quite there yet but uh, I'm getting there so um you know it's good to challenge my mind to do different types of things, a lot of variety of things. I'm still trying to build on things that I've, you know, had uh, in the past that I was kind of working on and not just drop things to the side or let them go. Um, I'm still really trying to, like, be... Just be really, um, like active and involved in the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do and keep progressing in it and not really let things either get me down or get in my way and try to, you know, stay attuned to myself. 
you know, it's a lot to try to do all this at once. Um, a lot of it's internal. Like, I haven't been talking much about it, and it kind of has made me a little quiet with the podcast, too, because I've just kind of started devoting more of my energy into, like, actions of not really talking about what I'm doing and just more so just practicing it and doing it. And I do notice that the days that, you know, I start out with some kind of like a spiritual outlook, you know, regardless of how I feel when I first wake up, that never matters. After like five minutes, I'm feeling completely different. Um, Sometimes I do notice I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel different, you know, and just kind of fighting that. Like, why the heck would I want to feel just like groggy and like unmotivated? Like, it's such a weird combination of things of like I don't want to feel this way but I also don't want to do anything that I need to do even though it's not that much effort like I can literally do this stuff laying in my bed not even put on my glasses yet and go on Instagram and listen to like something positive on there or put on some positive music or something simple it doesn't have to be like okay I have to go drive all the way to this like yoga studio and like Pacific Palisades and like Malibu and like sit on the top of a of a cliff on the bluffs where I'm watching the sun well the sun would be the other direction but watching the sun rise in the east while I'm hearing the ocean behind me on the west and like oh my god it doesn't have to be that you know at like four in the morning or something like it doesn't have to be some excessive thing you know like we're lucky that these things are free and we can do them at at our own leisure whenever we feel like but just the fact that I sometimes um avoid it um is something that I'm working through you know I'm kind of like I think it's it's kind of like I I'm not really um, so familiar with having my own natural energy. I mean, I definitely was before I moved out of LA. I definitely had that for sure. Um, it's kind of interesting that like before I moved from LA, like I wasn't other, yeah, in college I was into caffeine, but like, I don't know. I always had this like weird relationship with caffeine because I was always kind of taught that like, you're not supposed to need it or you're not supposed to want it you're not supposed to use it because it's a, a substance type of thing and like it alters your thinking and yes it does um but sometimes it can just kind of put that fire under you just to kind of get you going um I feel like maybe daily for me caffeine isn't maybe you know required daily that's for sure but um yeah I, I still try to balance out my weeks you know I try not to not to work like Friday sundown to Saturday sundown it's still kind of like a tradition that I kind of keep at least uh, when I feel like it and most of the times I feel like it like um, but it is hard to take a break it is definitely hard to be like you know I even found myself today it's a Friday and I found myself thinking oh man it's gonna be Friday night and gonna kind of have my time to like kind of not be busy and that might be challenging for me you know and I'm just thinking like well what what is gonna be challenging about that you know like what's gonna be hard about um slowing down 
right? Like, usually slowing down is supposed to be fun, leisure, pleasant, peaceful, not stressful. Um, I mean, I know I have a lot to do, but I know I need to recover, too. I mean, that's why I keep taking days off, because I need to recover. So it's like, I need to let myself recover, but... Sometimes I do just want to push. I'm just like, dude, no, I don't want to slow down. I want to push. I just, uh, there's something about me that just likes to push and not slow down. Um, I do sometimes worry that like the days that I need to push, the momentum won't be there so easily. Um, But I think usually that only happens because I'm not taking enough breaks during the week or you know, like social breaks, like I did this week, I went out every day after work, you know, I wasn't like drinking or anything, but like I went out every day after work, and I enjoyed myself, so it's been a long learning process, and you know, I'm keeping at it, but it's kind of my update for now, um, like I mentioned, I kind of didn't watch a lot of those Amish videos after a while, because it was getting a little intense because they're doing all these projects which I think are great projects but they're doing all these projects with like you know getting people out of abuse like physical and sexual abuse like um environments who are Amish people that are suffering um in those environments and in a way they're kind of like isolated and silenced because they're so you know distant from mainstream society that like from what it sounds like the police don't easily get involved and then like they just go by the word of mouth of the victim of like okay if they say that they're fine then we're not going to investigate they're very hands-off it sounds like um maybe because i'm guessing but maybe because the amish culture has this uh this uh um this idea this this kind of um people assume you know maybe that you know there's maybe no ugly side to you know that culture and I think maybe I maybe try too much to shine maybe too too much of a negative light on religion sometimes of the negativity um that can come from it you know like anytime when you have someone who's in control of something I talk about this with one of my friends a lot. Anytime you have somebody who's in control, right, in in a power position, and they have a motive that isn't for the people, for everybody to succeed, for everyone to be, you know, experiencing love and compassion. Anytime you have a leader who that isn't their mindset, or even if it's what they say, but they have a warped idea of what love and compassion actually look like. Um, that's really where the focus needs to always be back at is 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 at the focus of love. And sometimes these people, you know, in charge, you know, use their power to manipulate others and to not be loving and to, you know promote all these weird ideas of their prejudices and all this kind of stuff i'm not saying it only happens at church but it it happens a lot in religions um that's why there are 
extremists in religions that can be negatively extremists. I think there are extremists that can be positive. Like, I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know if that's the right word. Maybe it's called like ultra orthodox or I don't know what it's called, but I think that there is like a negative extreme and then a positive extreme um, where it's like we're trying so hard to promote just all this positive stuff. And then there's another side that's like we're trying so hard, you know, focusing on death and killing and, you know, like there's always a population that they're trying to kill or like put down and stuff like that. Like me, to me, that's weird. Um, when there's like a religion that's like, we believe in God and love. And then they're like, but kill all these other people. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> like, where'd that come from? Um, somebody didn't get the memo, but uh, you need to kind of read the book again. But basically, I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with religion per se. I have a problem with uh, mind control and brainwashing, I guess. I don't is that mean is that is that wrong to say I mean it it exists it exists you know like I don't even know what else to call it that's what it is um I mean even if you take it out of religion someone like Hitler you know he wasn't religious he wasn't like religiously creating like he wasn't creating like a like a like a a religion where there's like a deity where you're like worshiping a a deity and look at all the negativity he was able to create just by the way he was he created a whole society you know of course there were definitely germans that were you know not into that and you know but if you if you you know even like watch documentaries about like you know the Hitler youth and like um those types of those types of topics you know just like um one of my favorite movies Europa Europa really cool movie it's kind of dark it's about war but it's a cool movie to me um I don't want to spoil it but it was it's about a a German Jew who basically his I'm going to talk about this for the next 60 seconds from now so it's going to be a spoiler if you keep listening so basically he's a he's a German Jew who um basically is in hiding in plain sight um he becomes an orphan and he ends up you know, with, like, these Russian orphans and learns Russian and, you know, learns a lot about communism and socialism and things, and then he goes back and, you know, becomes one of the Hitler youth and is part of that society, just in plain sight, Jewish, Um, and the only thing really that gives him away is the fact that he's circumcised and somebody does find out a close friend of his that's in the military with him who's a homosexual guy and that guy ends up getting killed good movie so i'm going to stop talking about it and i wasn't saying it was a good movie because of that person getting killed 
because of his um, sexuality. That's not really what I meant. That's not what I was getting at. Um, I just meant it's a good movie. Like, it's worth watching if you're into that kind of movie. So, um, yeah, but, like, just that kind of story, you can kind of see just a, a peak of, like, different types of leadership and how they kind of, like, train people to think. And those types of leaders, like Stalin and Hitler, you know, they were trying to train you know, the people who would be teaching the kids, you know, and then the people, you know, who were teaching the kids basically taught kids in a certain way that was basically political views. Now, this is my own personal opinion. There's not that much difference between religion and politics. That's my personal opinion. There's not that much of a difference. There's always a person who's in charge of a group that calls themselves something and everyone looks to that person for the information. Um, But what I found in religion, same, I don't, I don't talk to politicians a lot like that, but what I found in my experience with religion is that the thing that bothers me is that there is a hiding they hide a lot of times they hide the information that doesn't match what the traditions teach they hide it from the people to me that's the biggest turnoff is that they use their authority their control their knowledge their education to sway people one way and then if you have questions about anything that's alternative to whatever the main thinking is of those traditions you know you can't ask questions about it because nobody will answer you it's like forbidden almost to like ask questions and to even like challenge things and to like think things in a different way um people get mad at you people don't want to answer people think you're weird because like why are you like like trying to think differently about this just go along with the herd and think what everybody else thinks you know um i don't really i don't really subscribe to that style of thinking about stuff um but kind of is what it is you know like I I don't think it's all negative but to me that is the part that's the turn off the the people in charge kind of using their power for wrong you know I think it's wrong to keep people in the dark you know I think it's wrong to kind of um sway people one way or the other when you know the answers it would almost be like in in you know in my field of psychology If a client were to ask me, you know, do people ever get benefits from drinking wine? And I know that in psychology, generally, you don't tell your clients to be drinking and stuff. And I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying, like, generally, you promote, like, you know, not using any substances or, like, too much substances. And so to 
tell your clients that there's anything positive about wine or CBD or, you know, any cannabis products or like alcohol in any way and just be like, no, 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 it's all bad. It's all bad. That's not the truth. We all know that that's not the truth. Right. So that's kind of how I see it. It's like you would some people use their knowledge to just be like, well, someone's asking you a question and they just want to not give you the answer because they don't want you to do it, I guess. But yeah, for me, that's not very appealing. It's a turnoff um, because I like to think. And just because I'm thinking things through in a different way doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna get confused in my beliefs or whatever you know I'm gonna believe what I'm gonna believe regardless but I'm still gonna study stuff out and I'm kind of at a point where I'm not afraid to just study things I can call myself whatever I want to call myself whatever denomination or religion I want to say I am and I might not look like that to the very religious people or to the non-religious people or whatever like that's my own personal thing it has nothing to do with like anybody else you know like but um yeah i i just it's kind of my own my own take on things i just don't appreciate it at all and growing up in a culture that was kind of like that where it's like you can't really ask questions um from the actual people who should know the answers you know and have like a discussion about it without it becoming a debate or an argument you know I'm not into that style of you know of things I'm I'm really not into the idea of people trying to control others um especially when they're adults and they're said to be able to make their own decisions like let me make my decision but you can't really make your own decisions if you're not fully informed right if you're not fully knowledgeable about your options like if somebody's giving you a multiple choice test of like a through f and you only see choice a and you're gonna have to choose choice a every single time you know you can't see what the other options are they just tell you choose choice A, choose choice A, choose choice A. That's what we've always done. So what we what we've always done. That's uh, what we're always gonna do. And you know, I I do respect religions that study. I do respect religions where people can come together and talk. I know within every religion and every denomination and every different group, there's going to be the people who really focus on love and togetherness and positive community environments. And there's going to be the other people who focus on the bitterness and the judgment and all that kind of stuff. That's going to be everywhere, regardless if it's in a work setting, if it's in a school setting, if it's in a political setting, a religious setting, any setting has those types of options of opportunities to have those types of experiences, you know, and things in between where there's like a little bit of everything. But you can have a really positive experience, a really negative experience, a mixed positive negative experience. Um, usually management sets the tone, usually a pastor or a or a you know a priest or a bishop or a teacher or professor or you know a psychiatrist or you know a manager director whatever they set the tone 
for the environment. And I just usually have a problem with the ones that try to set a negative tone and a tone of like fear and, you know, you need to fear this, you know, you need to do what we say and be afraid if you don't do it because you're either going to get judged socially or you're going to burn in hell or you're going to get an F or you're going to get fired or, you know, like that to me is just a really big turnoff. So I really try not to really be around those types of social settings, especially when it's group settings, I, you know, because then it, it rubs off on the group and it really affects your interacting with other people because then everybody kind of latches on to that kind of like anxiety, you know, it's almost like um, when you, I mean, I'm not saying that this is necessarily something I would promote, but say if you see like, you know, a piece of candy on the ground and there's all these ants kind of around it, you know, and usually they're just calmly eating at it and like taking it back to wherever they're going. But if you kind of like drop a little pebble near, you know, near that food or whatever that they're eating, the sugar, you know, a little bitty rock, and then they'll see it and they'll freak out. They all freak out. One of them, like the ones where it hits the closest, they freak out and it's just like a ripple effect. They all start like freaking out, you know, because they're all like, oh no, something's happening. It's disturbed the environment. And that's almost equivalent to how it can be in those environments. It's like there's always something shaking up the environment versus, you know, something positive that's like shaking it up in a positive way. Just everybody's so like fired up and pumped up and motivated and positive and like wanting to be good with each other and like caring for others. And, you know, that's a much better energy to be around. And so, um,. Yeah, I really don't appreciate it when there's leadership type people that kind of try to make things negative for others. And, you know, I try not to harp on it too much, but usually when I'm talking about religion from a negative perspective, that's usually what I'm thinking about is like, you know, these people have so much control because they use something like God, you know, the creator of the universe is telling me this you know of course people are gonna listen you know to that whatever they say it doesn't matter how absurd it might even sound you know somebody's gonna listen to them you know people are gonna hang on those words it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a foolish thing that people don't even believe in if they started telling everybody hey whenever you come into church you gotta wear this certain style of uh of a hat and a certain thing just because, you know, I had a dream and a vision that God told me that everybody needs to do this. We all need to wear a bandana and a scarf and a beanie. Yeah, no. And I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but it's like, it's absurd. It's absurd. Like, I don't think, um, I don't think it needs to get to that kind of an extreme. Um, where people can't think for themselves where people can't like freely think for themselves that's kind of the problem I have with television it's kind of like I have a problem with this whole thing you can tell I have a problem with it like I have a problem with the amount that you know certain people maybe they don't like fully understand it but 
you know, I've studied propaganda, I've studied um, those types of propaganda, brainwashing, you know, that kind of topic. Um, it really fascinates me. I just try not to go into it too much because it's usually from a very dark perspective. But the thing is, is a lot of times the people who are doing this negative stuff, they study it too. And it's scary that they know how to do certain stuff. Like, um, I mean, a book that I found kind of cool it's very popular uh how to how to rent how to win friends and influence people very cool book um it's not really so much like brainwashing propaganda kind of thing but um it's kind of like kind of about the human mind and what people prefer you know how people will like you better if you're a certain style of of person, um, what people will like about you, what kind of helps people gravitate towards you, want to listen to you, want to be around you. Um, I think that's all a good thing. I mean, if you have, you know, a positive heart about it, I think it's a really good thing. But I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people that would take that kind of information and be like, I just need these people to be around me so I can manipulate them and get what I need and screw them at the end, you know, like, I'm pretty sure not only, um, well-meaning people read that kind of book, but, um, yeah, I mean, everyone wants to feel good. Everyone wants to be around people who make them feel good. Everyone wants to feel good, important, you know, um, heard, cared for, you know, they want their mood to be positive, they want to seem attractive, you know, I don't know that many people who are like, I just want to be miserable all the time and for everybody to hate me, and I want people to spit in my face when I walk down the street because they know all the negative that I've done because I'm popular for every negative thing I've ever done. Like, I don't know that many people that that's their life goal. Um, unless they think it will make them happy or unless they get something positive from that type of experience. Just from being noticed, even if it's a negative noticed, then I don't think, I don't think anybody's really saying that though, honestly. Um... Like, at the, end of, at the end of the day, we all kind of want the same stuff, you know. Socially, we all want the same stuff. We don't want people bothering us. We don't want people, you know, thinking negative about us. We don't want people disliking us. We don't want people being mean to us. You know, when we're by ourselves, we want to be in a good mindset and have energy. And, you know, we want to have good habits and we want to be healthy you know, nobody really wants, you know, illness and sadness and all those types of things. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants it at all. So I guess what I'm trying to say on all this for today is just thinking about, you know, how, you know, if that's what we want, it's within our power to get there. 
mostly on our own. I mean, we don't really need a lot of outside stuff. I do find it easier to kind of go to something where it's like, okay, I'm listening to this other person saying these things. and But I can do that inside my own mind, you know, uh, just actively doing it, just actively trying it and doing it. That's the part that's, um, it can be a little bit of a challenge um, to remember and to do. Um, that kid in the, uh, the rabbi's kid in the, in the documentary promises, he, he talks about the Torah, the Jewish Bible, uh, the five book, the first five books of the Jewish Bible. Um, and he talks about, sorry, I got interrupted by a call for dinner. Um, but what I was trying to say was, you know, um, in in the documentary called Promises, um, there's a kid who um, talks, he's a religious Jewish kid, and he talks about the Torah, and he talks about um, learning and doing. Um, he says, like, first you, first you learn, and then you do, you know, um, and I think that's a pretty powerful statement because, you know, we do tend to, I mean, a lot of us who are into like personal development and stuff like that, um, you know, we do tend to learn. I think the hard part is the doing, um, like for me, at least I, I find it easy to learn, to study stuff, learn stuff, but to actually start doing it, I notice how I get very hesitant to start doing something different or new or beneficial even like I mentioned that the other day you know I found some things that some other like entrepreneurs do or like some people who are like heads of companies like fortune 500 companies and stuff and they're like doing all these things and it's pretty cool like to see how a lot of them live their lives but you know even if I can study it and learn what they do you know for me to actually actively incorporate it regularly into my life that's a different skill I think I have a lot of strength in learning when it comes to changing up my routines and incorporating new practices whatever they may be whether they're casual or just you know for health or mental health or physical health or fun or whatever you know um I do find it a little hard, um, to just, like, start, and so, yeah, with all that, it's, um, it's, uh, like, I feel like it's worth mentioning, but, um, yeah, like, I really do think everyone kind of does want those same positive things in their lives uh good things in their lives just you know the learning and the doing usually that's those are the things that we need to do like either more on the learning side or more on the doing side and that's kind of one reason why I'm a little bit of not like so interested in like television because it doesn't really 
um, help too much with like personal development types of things. Um, it's entertaining. I think it's fine to have like entertainment and leisure in your life. I think it's part of a good balance. But I feel like, you know, it's hard to really limit that. Like, I know that there were times in my life where, you know, I did have, like, maybe not an addiction to television, but maybe almost, you know? Like, I used to have a TV in my room, and, you know, I couldn't imagine not watching TV every single day. You know, that was something I could never imagine, to never watch TV every day. And I even know, even though I know a lot of people who don't really watch TV or don't have TVs... Um, I know it's still, like, an odd thing. Like, when you tell people, I don't watch TV, I don't have TV, they kind of look at you a little weird and, like, really? Like, that's weird of you, that you don't have that, that you don't care to have that, that you don't care to participate in this thing. Um, and it's not that I don't watch shows or movies or whatever, but... Yeah, like, it's it's just not something that I'm, uh, you know, I'd rather do podcasting or work on music or read or listen to audiobooks. I prefer YouTube and Insta- Instagram to television, so I do get a little bit of ads here and there about, like, different products and stuff, but I really like to type in what I want to watch Um, I'm really trying to get out of the scroll habit that I have of just like scrolling and seeing what's going to get recommended to me. Um, I'm trying to just go in with a purpose and type in what it is that I want to see and not base my choices on recommendations too much like I have been in, in the recent past. I do find the scrolling to be a little bit anxiety-provoking, in all honesty. Um, But yeah, that's kind of what I'm up to lately as far as, like, um, my thought processes and my uh, thinking and just how I'm, you know, trying to, um, like, the different stuff I'm trying to do in my life lately. Um, that I'm finding helpful, and it's, like, helpful, but positively and, um, strangely, at times, a little bit challenging to do things that are positive, good, happy, easy, relatively easy things. Like, none of this is, like, super hard, but I do find that there is a part of me that just doesn't want to let go of the negativity. It's, like, I don't know if I don't want to get my hopes up or if I don't, you know, like if I'm just really that attached to like negative emotions and negative thoughts um, so much. Like, I don't really know if I am or not. I mean, I must be or else I would just leave it alone. But I do notice about myself that it does take a long time kind of for me to really kind of like weigh things out it can take a couple a few months of a process of this weighing things out one way or another and uh once I have it all weighed then I'll usually come into a decision of like okay 
um, I've weighed all this out and I have made the decision that I do or don't want to continue at this in this way or whatever like I'll usually weigh it out and so I was pretty you know um you know wanting to kind of um yeah, I was really wanting to kind of weigh things out. Um, I mean, it's really going to take me a while with some of this stuff, you know? Because even, like I mentioned, like, when, it, when I was trying to move out from the roommates or whatever, like, anything that's, like, a new process for me kind of takes me a bit. And then eventually, like, one day I just wake up and I'm like, this is how I'm going to decide to live my life now. Like, just how when I left that house, I, w- I told that one lady, I was like yeah, I'm just going to go to a hotel. And that was the end of that conversation. I was like, I'm just going to move into a hotel for a while. And I can think clearer there. And then I, the next day, sent that message to the whole household of, like, my boundaries and my expectations. And while everyone else thought it was a good idea, other than the problematic person and the person in charge... You know, everyone else wanted to have this meeting and set these boundaries and things, but those two people didn't. And I was like, well, if you don't want to, I've already made my decision that I'm going to not stay, you know. And it took me a while to get there. Um, you know, and, you know, that's kind of how I am with things. I put up with things until I've had enough and... You know, it's kind of how I am with this type of stuff, too. It's like, I'll put up with it until I'm just like, okay, no more. You know, no more of this um, not helpful thing. Like, I have to be ready to, like, do that. And so sometimes I notice I'm not, and that's fine, too. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with not being ready to do something like that. But it is kind of strange to, you know, want to you know, still stay with certain stuff that just doesn't work for me and not let go of it. Um, but I think everybody has things like that, that they're like, eh, this isn't really serving me, but I'm not going to let go of it either. Um, cause it's serving in some way, you know, but, um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's all a process. It's all interesting too, but Like, I'm not saying that I'm sitting around just thinking negative all day long. I'm just saying that, like, there are times when I notice that I just actively don't avoid it, you know? I'm just like, I literally am making the decision to not do what I need to do to get out of a certain mindset. I'm just like, no, I'm not going to get out of the mindset. I'm just going to sit and think on this mindset. Like, yeah, I do that um, sometimes, so... Um, but yeah, I guess for now that's kind of all that I kind of have to say, and, um, thanks for listening.